2 Kings 25, AMP 5 Turn back and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David your, forefather, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, behold, I will heal you. On the third day you shall go up to the house of the Lord. In the last post we looked at how one can handle prophecy, how it is a forerunner of what's ahead of you and how your reaction determines the fulfillment of it. Still on King Hezekiah we want to look at his reaction to the two prophecies that he received in one day from the same prophet. When Hezekiah was told that he was going to die immediately he pleaded his case and asked for records to be checked on his account. Clearly the king didn't want to die, judging from his reaction. God was also swift in hearing, which is not the only time we see such a record. Remember also when Daniel prayed, God heard him and replied instantly but the messenger with the reply was arrested by the princes of Persia, Daniel 10 12-13. This is to help you next time you pray that because you are a child of God, your prayers have no problem reaching God. What you may not be familiar with is the reply, its form and nature or even the answer given might not be to your expectation. Thankfully to Hezekiah he had a prophet familiar with the voice of God who gave him the current voice of God. Notice the channel of communication, God sent his prophet with a message, Hezekiah pleaded and God heard the king. The reply did not come directly to Hezekiah even though he prayed directly to God. God had to resend the prophet with a new message as the reply. When a prophecy comes your way do not burden the messenger with your requests. Actually in most situations it's the prophet who comes with a request for you to do. Action physically is to be done by the recipient in order to activate a shift in the condition or state that you want addressed. The examples in the Bible are too many. Just to list a few, we have Elijah and the widow to whom he requested a cake and water from before multiplying oil and mealy meal, 1 Kings 17 10-16, Elisha and the men of the city to whom he requested salt and a new bowl before healing the waters, 2 Kings 2 19-22, Jesus and the people at the wedding to whom he requested that barrels of water be filled before making wine, John 2 6-10. A prophet is God's messenger not yours, it is up to the prophet to plead on your behalf. What the children of Israel used to do to Moses was abuse. If one has a request that they need to share a burden with, a priest is the person designed to handle that. In the New Testament you are your own priest under the High Priest Jesus Himself as the Bible declares in Revelation 1 5-6 and Revelation 5 9-10. You are allowed to plead on your behalf or even for others, it's your citizenship right in the kingdom. The reason why God had to send Isaiah back again is not only because he was trained to hear the voice of God. It was also to protect the prophet lest in a few days the king would see himself recovering and not dying. That would have made the prophet to look like a liar when Hezekiah himself did not hear the reply to the prayer but only saw the results of the reply. That's another thing to be careful about when dealing with God, he is progressive and still speaking. If that wasn't the case then there was no need for us to be praying now and making requests, knowing that no new word will come but all words were said already. You need a place where God still speaks and is located. One example of the progression of God is when Jesus was crucified and buried, there came a day when Mary found his body missing from the tomb. The day before that Jesus was there but that day he had moved. A shining angel had to be sent so that they don't think he was stolen, Matthew 28 1-6. The angel carried a current word differing from the situation of death that they were still holding on to. He told them plainly that Jesus was no longer there and they needed not to search for him among the dead but the living. Just like Isaiah returned with a current word differing from the illness that the king was holding on to, and the prophet told the king that he should stop searching his body among the dead because now it had 15 more years among the living. You therefore need a hearing prophet not a prophet who heard from God. Remember in the days of Samuel the voice of God went rare, 1 Samuel 3 1, meaning if you knew what God was saying currently but they probably had what God had said before which is dangerous. 
That rarity of the current Word of God even made it difficult for the young Samuel to recognize the Word when it came to him. It's a state where opportunities are missed and overlooked because people are not familiar and have no experiences slash interactions with the current Word of God. Imagine in the days of young Samuel some people were still living in bondage according to past words and seasons because no one could update the situation for them. It's a problem still being faced today and the devil is capitalizing on that. The devil is holding people in sicknesses, depression and poverty because their minds lack the updated software, they are still running on expired software and suffering because of that. Be careful also if you decide to call a prophet a liar based on a prophecy you think did not come to pass. Before your conclusion be ATLE sure that no follow-up to that word was done. A new word might have come because of a reaction from the recipients thereby changing the course and outcome. Check also if the conditions of the prophecy were met before condemning the prophet. When Isaiah came the second time to Hezekiah he didn't just bring the updated prophecy, there was a physical condition attached to its fulfillment. A cake of figs was to be put on the inflammation for the king to recover, 2 Kings 27. If this wasn't done would the king had recovered? If he would have not recovered and died would we conclude that Isaiah was a false prophet? I will leave those for you to answer. Another way you could check before concluding, you have to hear God as the prophet does, or doesn't since he will be lying, and verify with him that indeed it was a lie. Just like Micaiah did in the post the poison that comes that we did recently. He told Ahab and his false prophets of conversations that even the false prophets that only received the end product of that meeting never heard, 1 Kings 22 19-23. Only then can you be sure that indeed the prophet was false and not be hasty to sensitive conclusions.